This message is from Pastor Iziko Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Let's bow our heads as we go into the service of the day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless you. We worship you as we commit this meeting unto the mighty hand. Come and have your way. You are the reason why we are gathered this morning. For your presence. There is not only fullness of joy, but total fulfillment. Father, let that word bring for revival. Renew us to be who you want us to be, so that honor and glory will be given unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. The message this morning is titled, Heavenly Alerts, Part 2. Last week, the Holy Spirit took us on Part 1, so we are believing him to guide us in Part 2. Of this message, message of revival, message of soul winning, message of preparation, because anything can happen at any time. We are blessed by the presence of the Holy Spirit to keep us prepared at any time. And I believe as this word goes forth all over the world, children of God and the world will embrace. They allow the Holy Spirit is sounding so that they don't miss eternity in heaven. And I pray eternity in heaven will be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 15. We're going to read from verse 15 to 20. And I will read. Know you not that your bodies are the members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. Our bodies belong to who? God. Thanks. People say, it's my body. It's my life. I can do anything I like with it. No. That word will judge that person that day. A day will come when you come to terms that that you call your body is not your body. That you call your life is not like your life. It was given to you by God for a purpose. And you open your mouth and you say, It's my body, it's my life. I can live it anyhow I want. No, you cannot live it anyhow you want it. You might live it anyhow you like for an appointed time. The wonder will come. The words you have spoken will stand in judgment. When the screen will be replayed in the day of judgment, and the person said, you hear it say, it's my body, it's my life. Since your body is here, your life, where will you spend eternity? The person will go to that place where people who refuse to allow the Holy Spirit to guide them will spend eternity. And the word of God makes us to understand that our body belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. 16. What? Know you not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two said he shall be one flesh. 17. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. 18. Flee fornication. Run away from immorality. Run away from adultery. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without a body. But he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. Immorality is deadly. A sin against the body of Christ. 
a sin that caused one defiling his body which the lord said is his temple a sin that causes pain in the mind of the lord 19 what know you not that your body is the temple of the holy ghost which is in you which you have of god and you are not your own our bodies belong to the holy spirit the holy spirit dwells in us he said this thing we say is our own body it's not our body we are using it for a purpose in the spiritual world there is no tangible thing in the spiritual world but god gave us this body so that we have physical shape so that people can touch us we can touch relate with other things in the natural you touch tangible things tangible things human beings you can feel yourself you can touch anything you can touch objects in the natural god created trees created fishes created this they are tangible things he created abby he created tangible things from genesis chapter one tangible things you can touch but there are no tangible things in the spiritual world but for the earth he created tangible things he needed to create somebody that will represent him but that will be at home with the earthly things he created man and gave man a tangible nature so that we can relate with animals with trees with fruits all kinds of things so he formed us from the things of the earth and then he released his spirits upon us and we became a living soul so we have the earth we have heaven we use the body that he formed from the earth so that we can relate with the natural things of the earth and we use his product as a spirit being which he put in us so that we can relate with him so we relate with the earth we relate with the spirits which is heaven and then you come and say this body is my own it was given to you to fulfill a purpose it doesn't belong to you given to us to fulfill a purpose on earth because we need to have the tangible nature if you don't have you can't be on this earth it's given to us to fulfill our vision on earth it is not our own because if it's your own you wouldn't decide when you will die at the appointed time when the creator said you have finished your course the assignment i sent you to do of course if you go to natural course on earth office courses will go whether it's for one month or one week when you finish the disband all of you is that not true you go back to your offices so we are on course on this earth when we finish our course we'll go back to our creator but then are we going back to where we came from or are we going back to another place god released his breath for us to succeed some when they come they say i don't need you god my body is my body my life is my life i can live it anyhow i want then you will not go back to your creator you're going to a different place and i pray that play will not be our portion 20 for you are bought with a price yes we are bought therefore glorify god in your body and your spirit which are god second corinthians chapter 6 verse 20 for you are bought with a price you are bought with a price have you forgotten for 400 years god refused to speak 400 years period of that age he refused to speak and what happened jesus christ came died for us to wipe away the cause of that that age we are repurposed 
A price was paid for us to receive salvation so that we don't end up in hell. You belong to Christ. You don't belong to yourself. You don't belong to yourself. You are not your personal property. You belong to God 100%. So this morning the Lord is sounding the heavenly alert through this message which is part 2 for us to know who we are and for us to come to that heavenly conclusion that we will decide where we spend eternity at the end of this course on earth. We will decide. But that decision will be based on our performance on earth. By his grace, the Lord is still speaking to us. He's still speaking to our spiritual mind of consciousness. He's still speaking to the body of Christ. He's still speaking to the world. He's still speaking to our conscious mind of spiritual understanding. And this morning, he's still speaking to our spirit, soul, and body. He's still speaking because he wants to save our souls. That's why he is consistently sounding what is called heavily alert. And I say, good father, he is warning. Warning us of an impending calamity. Calamity unto her. Warning us of impending calamity the enemy has programmed for mankind through worldliness. Impending calamity the enemy has programmed for mankind through life of flesh through immorality, through fornication and adultery, lustful desires of the eyes and flesh, uncleanness, through fashion, through different forms of worldliness. And that is why God is activating this heavenly alert. And the Lord is saying, let it have ears. Hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Our bodies are the temple of God. That his temple, not the temple of worldliness, not the temple of immorality, fornication, adultery, not the temple of flesh, not the temple of the cares of the world. Is anyone that defies the temple of God, he shall God destroy. Our bodies are his temple. So God does not tolerate any part to defy his temple. Is a wooden tolerate witches and wizards, religion or cultivated to come and destroy and defy his temple. But at the same time, his word is a two edged sword. He will not tolerate you defiling yourself. Much as he will protect you from the manipulations and bewitchments and tax of demonic kingdoms, same judgment awaits anyone that decides to defy him or herself. Immorality is a big sin in the eyes of the Lord. It is an evil, destructive virus that the devil has released to waste mankind. Immorality is the easiest device that the devil is using all over the world to destroy the children of God. It's a virus that the devil, that old serpent, the Antichrist, has distributed to destroy the world. Is a spiritual cancer. Body big and small. I involved. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 10 declares. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. The question this morning. 
Is to anyone know the time and the day of the Lord's coming? If he comes now, where will you spend eternity? Immorality in different form will make many not to enter the kingdom of God. Immorality is a big cancer flying all over the world as a potential graveyard of death and hell to mankind. There is a heavenly alert for children of God who are still dwelling in it in different ways to come out. God is saying that without holiness, no one can see him. No one can enter the kingdom of God with filthy bodies. No one can enter the kingdom of God with garment of unholiness, with garment of filthiness, and no one can enter the kingdom of God with the filthy garment of immorality. This virus called immorality has taken over the world. Daily the world and many children of God are complaining why won't God stop the problems of the world? And they still turn around to give doorways to the devil through life of immorality. Sin of immorality all over the world is hindering the speedy manifestation of the move of God in this generation. You can find this old serpent called immorality all over the world. In offices they are there. At homes they are there. On the streets. In the vehicles. At every gathering, at different corners, things that used to be hidden and done in darkness are now boldly displayed as entertainment in the light. The book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 14, declares, You are the light of the world. Unfortunately, the old serpent called immorality is fast penetrating that light to darken the world. There is a heavenly alert by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ of Nazareth to stop further penetration of that darkness in his body. For us to clean up the mess immediately and realign our ways to his own ways. Children of God are called the light of the world. We are called and equipped with the heavenly mandate and unction to chase away darkness out of this world. How can we as the body of Christ achieve this mandate when gross darkness is welcomed, when gross darkness is celebrated in our midst? It is time to arise in the spirit of the Lord and uproot this gross darkness that wants to suffocate the body of Christ and the world. There is a heavenly alert by our creator and time is running out. The Lord is saying that he does not want his body and his blood to be shed in vain. He does not want his body to suffer. He does not want his blood to be shed in vain. Our God is the omnipresent God. And of course, no one can outsmart him. We cannot manipulate our ways true to his kingdom with the filthy garment of immorality. Our God is holy. And all that must behold his face must approach him in holiness. Sin of immorality is the devil's easiest way of making children of God lose their inheritance in the Lord and in his kingdom. 
It is the easiest way of terminating the blessings of God for his children. It is the easiest way of bringing down the children of God to the realm of the tear, to the realm of the net, to the realm of dwelling in borrowing in sorrow and lack. Sin of immorality is the easiest way the devil is using to make people build and not inhabit, to make children of God plant and not reap, to make children of God dwell in calamity, in sorrow, in frustration, and in pains. Sin of immorality is the gateway to sudden death. It's the gateway to sicknesses and reoccurring sicknesses. It's a sure way to death and hell. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 declares, And it is appointed unto men once to die. After this, judgment cometh forth. Do you know how you will end today? Do you know what will happen to you tomorrow? God is talking because his words will continue to bear evidence against everyone the last day if we refuse to hearken unto his words. He's speaking. Because the word of God stands for sure that the soul that sin it will surely die. He's talking. Because his words will continue to bear evidence against people who refuse to hearken unto his voice on the last day. There is no mercy and grace in heaven. Mercy and grace expires on this earth. Mercy and grace is made available for us on earth by God as kingdom benefits to enable us to succeed in our mission on earth. Mercy and grace expires on this earth. The moment we see this earth, we no longer have access to his mercies and grace. And I pray that every soul under the sound of my voice will cling to this wonderful mercy and grace of God that is flowing right now through genuine repentance in Jesus' name. There is a heavenly alert that holiness must reign. In heaven, holiness is reigning. In his kingdom on earth, holiness must reign. Holiness must reign in heaven and on earth. If holiness does not qualify one for eternity in heaven, unholiness will surely qualify that person for eternity in the lake of fire. There is no vacuum in the spiritual realm. God is saying that this message is being preached in different parts. Using different speakers, different ministers to proclaim this message heavily alert all over the world. The topic could be rephrased in different ways. But you see the same message of preparation. Because the greatest project of God on earth this end time is the business of revival. God is not a parrot. He's speaking because he wants his children to be saved. That day no one will say that he didn't hear of his word 
and of his message for revival and for repentance. What we are hearing this morning is an end time message. The Lord is saying that from the top to the tail, many will go to hell if they don't repent genuinely because of immorality. Divide creation into four parts. One quarter will manage to make it. That means out of every hundred, not 25 bits, something close to 25 will manage to make it. Out of every hundred, maybe 20, 21, 22 will manage to make it. So when he said that, divide creation into four parts. He said one quarter will manage. He didn't say one quarter will make it. He said one quarter will manage. That means it's a serious business. What happens to the other 75? Okay, even if we say one quarter will make it. What happens to the other 75? 75 are following the broad way. The broad way. The broad way to the lake of fire. The broad way to hell. Why 25 will follow the narrow way? For every 1,000, let's say 750 goes to the Broadway that leads to hell. 250 goes to the narrow way. It is not a pleasant figure. And that's why the Lord is crying, raising his voice all over the world for genuine revival, for genuine repentance, and he's calling upon sinners to come back home. He didn't create us for us to spend eternity in the lake of fire. And I pray that will never be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord is sending heavily a lot of sober reflection for no one can enter his kingdom with filthy garments of worldliness. Holiness is the watchword. I will continue to remain the key to access God and his kingdom. The Lord is saying that I am preaching a message that many will not like to listen or hear. But as many that will hearken unto him through this message will end up saving their souls from death and hell. And I pray that as many that will hearken unto this message the grace of God will see them unto eternity in heaven in Jesus' name. Amen. Worldly things of this world will take many to hell. This is the time to serve God in spirit and in truth. You cannot deceive or outsmart God. But the hour comes, and now is when the true worshippers must worship in spirit and truth. For God is a spirit. And those that must worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Time has come for us to work at our salvation with fear and trembling. If you want to be holy, you must be holy. There is no social holiness. There is no old holiness. There is no new generation holiness. There is no old school holiness. Holiness is holiness and holiness has no option if you want to be holy you must be holy even if you decide to rewrite the bible 
you will never rewrite heaven. You will never rewrite eternity. You will never rewrite the mind of Christ. Whatever thing you want to rewrite, whatever thing you want to preach, to make people lose sight of salvation and end up eternity in hell, you will never change the mind of Christ. It is very, very important that we must stop deceiving ourselves without true fashion, without true morality, without true any form of unholiness. Holiness does not have any option. And holiness can never be compromised. It is very, very important now that we still have time to embrace the holiness of God 100%. Where do you belong? And where will you spend eternity? Only you can answer this question. God is saying that it is painful seeing his children going to hell. It is painful to see his children who have seen the light, tested his grace and mercy, end up going to hell. If you fail to secure your place of eternity while alive, there is no amount of prayer, no prayer warrior, no prophet, no bishop, no pope, no pastor can alter the place of one's eternity because it is ordained by Abba Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This morning we must pray for the grace to walk according to his commandments. We must pray for the grace to walk in obedience, in humility. We must pray for the grace to engage in genuine repentance. And more importantly, we must pray for the grace that at the appointed time will be worthy to be called to enter into that narrow road that leads to eternity in heaven. Bow your heads. He said, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. What the Lord requires from us this morning, wherever you are, under the sound of my voice, both far and near, is general repentance. If rapture takes place right now, where will you find yourself? Where will you spend eternity? This morning we are standing before his throne of grace. Let's begin to pray and ask for mercy. In all areas we offended him, in words, in actions, in thoughts. Every day we sin. In different ways. And for those of us who are not yet born again. The Lord is speaking to you this morning. To accept and hearken unto his voice. He said, my son, my daughter. Come back home. His warm embrace is waiting for us. Come back home. Wherever you are. Begin to talk to him. Recognize him as your Lord and Savior. That in different ways we offended him. Rejected his mercy, his grace, his love. Now we are realizing that we took wrong decisions. And Father, we are saying, we are coming back home. Accept our prayer this morning. As we repent of our sins of worldliness. 
as we repent of our sins of carnality, as we repent of our sins of filthiness, immorality in different forms, Father, show us your mercy. Accept us back into your kingdom. Write our names from the book of death and let it be placed in your book of life. We accept you as our Lord and Savior, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We surrender this morning, Lord. As many as have offered this prayer, Father, we surrender before your throne of grace. Let your mercy see us true. Most often we find ourselves doing things we are not supposed to do. We find ourselves doing things we say we shouldn't do. And things we ought to do, we find ourselves not doing it. But we ask for your grace to quicken us. To take the right decision and stand by the right decision. We ask for your mercy to empower us. To stand by the genuine decisions we've taken this morning. It must be holiness all the way. Nothing but holiness. Thank you, Lord, for another wonderful opportunity to come before your throne of grace. Thank you, Lord, as we see your precious blood as a token upon us that will continue to dwell in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, of International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 070-366-7445. May God richly bless you.